Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hey everyone and welcome to The The Big Big Ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Do you like what you see, Tracy Tracy Levy? Whoa. Hey. I know. (laughs) So you guys. This is Tracy. Hi. Hi, everyone. Tracy is a part of the Erios family. She's actually been really saving our lives since the new year came around because she is a, a Erios producer and an editor and a researcher. And she basically is one of us. And she's been hopped on board. We have her part time ever since the new year rolled around. And it's been going great for us. Tracy, how, how have you been ha- coping with it? <laughs> I have been having a great time. I love it. Although it's funny, I have to say since the quarantine started and I'm doing, you know, the majority of what I do is editing. And sometimes I feel like, like I hear voices. This I'm going to sound like a crazy person. Like, I'm like, okay, these are the only voices in my life right now are these little voices like from the episodes and going straight into my head. Like, am I going to lose my mind? Um, At least it's from the episodes. You know, it's not just your voices. You're right. Thank you for, for looking on the positive side <laughs> of <Always>. things. <laughs> Uh, no, trust us. We we understand that. I think actually you're probably not the only person, even though you're editing the podcast, but there's probably a lot of people out there who the, their only social interaction are a one way conversation with listening to podcasts. Oh, God. So scary. <laughs> but true. Yes, I... <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm single. I live alone. So, so it really, I'm like, okay, this is, this is my social life now. Me and me and my the editing cat, tracks. Right? No, no, a, I don't have any animals. Oh. Nope. I thought I remember when we were, oh, oh, no, no, no. sorry. I mean, I'm I love thinking. animals. Yeah. Maybe you could adorable. get a squirrel inside or something. Like if you l- leave a trail of oh, nuts. Yeah. That nice. is a great idea. Just bring a squirrel, and I have a balcony. Um, yeah, that's what I, did. I you, think you make the, a little trail yeah. for it. Yeah, why not? Okay, you know what? Do you have a bird feeder? I do not. No, it might be fun for you. I mean, sometimes you have to be careful because they can also attract rats. I don't want that. 
<laughs> but I mean, at this point, beggars can't be choosers, Tracy. <laughs> a rat? Oh my god! Is that all that's available to me now? A rat? I don't oh, know. It's whoever god. comes. Whoever comes to your window, you let them in. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> whoever that may be. <laughs> so, Tracy, we like to start off the podcast asking our guest if they have any little moral dilemmas that they need help with. Do you have a little moral dilemma that you need help with? Okay, I I do. I and it's of course it's um quarantine related and I was listening to you to y'all's um last episode and I was like Maria is going to hate me because I have Uh-oh. been I've been kind of out and about kind you know seeing a few people here and there. Uh-oh. No, Tracy. I know. I know, but I I I I need the humans. I need the humans. Um but so my my moral dilemma is I have a friend who has a house down in Joshua Tree and I want to go um I think I want to go stay with her and her boyfriend that are down there. She just got a puppy. Speaking of animals, it looks adorable. Its name is Rosie and she's happy to have me. But I'm like, what if for some reason, like, what if I'm infected? Like, what if I'm carrying Corona and then I'm going to bring it to Joshua Tree? Like, I would feel terrible. That's a very real concern. So and that's. Yeah. That's something you should really think about. Oh, no, you're already you're, you don't want me to go. I shouldn't go. No. Well, I OK, so this is I, I don't know, like where if if you just get in your car and you go straight to the house and you just you all three decide to quarantine together. I mean, then it would just be like, yeah, you might give them Corona if you already have it. Um, it's, and they may give it to you if they have it. True. I'm less concerned about me. I know. I, I, I sound very like flippant about Corona, but I kind of feel like I'm going to be fine. But I don't I wouldn't want to give it to anyone if I was a carrier. I, exactly. I mean, as long as you're not going out into public spaces, like if your friends, if you guys all as three consenting adults decide that you're comfortable with the risk to yourselves and none of you guys are going out to places, you know, that where you could pass it along. I'm like, to me, I don't I guess I don't really see an issue with that. If you guys just all three decide to for the next three weeks or whatever, just hunker down the three of you and plus the puppy. Maria, so I, you have Maria, so you take. I mean, I don't know, Maria, you take a hard line. What what would be the issue with her doing that? Well, No, I think that's fine. I mean, you, you, you were just saying that you're scared that that you could give it to them. I mean, just as long as everyone's aware of the of of the like worst case scenario of it, of if you are a carrier of it, you are coming into their house and basically giving it to them and then vice versa. And the and it's like a 14 day incubation period so like you you might not feel anything now you might not feel anything in a week but you know it could just kind of pop up and that's kind of the reason for the self-quarantine thing um it's now just, yeah if, I, at the if same you guys time, are all consenting I, my mental though, my mental health i'm like my mental health has to play a role in this as well like hit like me alone in my apartment which is lovely but like no human interaction. The things that are going to happen in my mind, like that also, I feel like could potentially be very destructive. 
I mean, well, I know, that is true. That is a concern because I don't know, like, like I'm prone to anxiety and a little bit of depression. Like, I know I'm so lucky that I live with a witness, two witnesses, Matt and my cat, so that if I don't get out of bed, there's people judging me. <laughs> but I can imagine living alone. I mean, it, that is something to take into consideration. Yeah, I just as long as everyone's aware of the like, like, if everyone's aware of what can happen, then that's totally fine. Yeah, go and and just I would say you can't leave the house, though. Like you can't like you're in Joshua Tree. You're inside then for for three weeks with these two other people and their puppy dog. But what if we need groceries? Tracy, I don't. How, where do I start? Where do I begin here? You're you're Tracy. you're saying you're not going to leave the house even to get groceries. Maria doesn't. Tracy, you have to. You can get groceries. You can get groceries like once. Okay, you can get groceries like once, and you go and you get your stuff, and you get a lot of stuff to be frozen. But this isn't a time to like every three days be going to the grocery store to get fresh leeks for your soup. <laughs> It's not soup. I was actually thinking I would start um, baking bread. It would be like a, oh. like, ye- I don't know. I was just like, I should bake bread during this time. Yeah, that's Never what I've been before. doing. I have, I have some rising right now. Oh, maybe I'll get a recipe from you. This is it's what I, online. This, <laughs> this is what I think could, could work. You have your, you Venmo your friend, your friend goes out and does one big haul to the grocery store before you even get there. Um, yeah. And then when you show up, it's like you're hanging out in the house, you're going on a walk or a bike ride with a six foot distance between anyone else that you're not quarantined with. And that's going to be your life probably until like middle of April. And that sounds fine to me. That might be a better situation for you than just being inside with the rats. I agree. I, 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 I'm leaning towards yes. But Again, there is just like that tiny part of me that's like, what if I have it? Like, do but am I a, am I having a, trouble breathing? Do you, are you guys experiencing this? Where yes. like, <laughs> yeah, I can't tell if like, is my throat hurting? Is my nose running? I think I can't breathe. But wait, I can breathe. Like, it's just it's unclear. It's unclear. Tracy, you have to live right now like you do have it. It's not a matter of oh, if you have God. it. Fifty six percent of of Californians are going to get it. So one of us that are talking right now are probably going to get it. So you just have to live your life as you know, like, okay, so what if I have the virus? Then how do I live my life? Knowing that I could give it to other people. Maria, you're so serious. (laughs) This is... (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this is my cross and I'll die on it. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I just think, you know, it's I there's this meme going around and I think it's very it's very applicable and it said your grandparents were asked to go to war, you're asked to sit on the couch. Yeah. It's just like what it there's people people will die. These things can be traced to one person coming from one of the infected countries. Do you think we're over- ever going to find out who that person is? They know who some of they know who some of them Do are. They? There was one woman that's being sued because she went to she wasn't feeling good after like coming back from Iran or something and went to a, a wedding with five hundred people mm. and now they're oh, suing wow. her. 
This is um this is what stops me from when I'm like, oh, I, I want some flour. Maybe I can just pop by the store and grab some. And then I've been going like, no, just you have food. Just eat what you have until you absolutely have to make a run. And then I'll go to somewhere like a little some of the little cafes in my house are turning into markets. I'll go there. But anyway, what, what stops me, what makes me think twice is the fact that if you do end up getting it, you have to then call everyone you've been in contact with like you have an STD and you're like having you have to an call S- all That's your- what I was going to say. This yeah. sounds oh, like God, a terrible STD sad. story. Doesn't that sound horrible? And <laughs> yeah. so, and who wants to do that? So it's like not worth going over to have a visit with your friends, you know, and then having to call them and be like, actually... I was an asshole and I ignored my symptoms or I didn't know I had them. But I do think that in your situation, if you just get in your car, you go over there, you do one big grocery haul and then you guys plan. I'm going to have to fill up on the way. Fill up gas. Fill up with gas. Okay. Well, do you have gloves? I can go to the store and get some. No. no. You're not going to find any, Tracy. Oven mitts. Tracy, you should wash some oven mitts. Oh, come on. (laughs) You're going to see me at a gas station with oven mitts. I'm going to be turned into a laughing stock. (laughs) I'm going to make it it to the internet. (laughs) Oh, Tracy. Yes, Tracy, we're being serious. You have to wear an oven mitt and then a a dish towel around your face. (laughs) (laughs) And a pie pan hat. (laughs) gosh okay i know you really do need to wear gloves though when you go when you go because you will be bringing it if you don't if you don't you will be bringing it into their their house especially if you're stopping for gas and going to a grocery store yeah i mean you just have to understood yeah, so I would say wear gloves, you know, and bring your little bleach wipes. I mean, it's embarrassing, but everyone is I, doing it. You think it. I have bleach wipes? You like, have I bleach don't, wipes? Are you kidding? I'm like, I don't, I barely have toilet paper. I had to take from a friend. I'm like not, I'm not a paranoid, panicky person. So when all this was happening, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's fine. I found some old Purell that I had, but like... I like, uh, you know, by the time it got serious where I realized, okay, I should maybe get like wipes and all that stuff. It it was all gone. It was all gone. And you have family in, is it Tel Aviv? I have family in in Tel Aviv and and Texas. Okay. Has it reached them yet? Like, are they freaked? Oh, Israel's Israel's shut down. Yeah. Wow. So there's been a lot of, lot of FaceTime. Um... But it's fu- it's funny seeing like who takes it very seriously and who's just like yeah it's f- I don't know you know there's a big variety. Um, well, d- have you seen any images of Italy, Tracy? Uh, I mean, if it's on the cover of the New York Times, I've I've probably seen it. I've seen it. People, you should. There's videos of like hospitals, like like they're sending people away that are yeah. less likely to that's live sad. because they. No, that's really sad. That's terrible. Well, it's actually so, really freaked me out. Like we're gonna do. I think this is an important conversation to have. I think a lot of people like are in a situation similar to Tracy, where they're having to make these decisions and they don't know how, exactly like how serious they need to take the precautions but yeah. i was reading this article in the la times today that freaked me out because it was but. okay and so just so all of our listeners know we're gonna do a cozy a light-hearted dilemma today but real quick this is the sort of moral dilemmas that are happening right now around the world in the um, countries that are most badly affected so the opening um headline to this one article in the la times was um 
you have three people who all three need respirators, a 14-year-old boy, a 25-year-old mother, and a 75-year-old man. Who's going to get the respirator? And these are the decisions that the doctors are already having to make in Italy and are going to have to make in uh, the United States. And it's just like, it's sick because anyone who, and they're coming up right now with guidelines um, for who is going to be able to get the um the um what's it called the the ventilators and who's going to be able to get space in the beds in the ICU um and it's possible that they're either going to put an age cap on it but they don't think that's going to fly in the United States so it might just be like you know anyone with underlying conditions who doesn't have the greatest chance of survival which are like all of my parents um and in-laws are will not be able to get if they get it and it's, you know, statistically someone will, they're probably not going to be able to get a respirator. And that's why we all have to wear oven mitts when we go to the gas station. <laughs> but the thing is with that, and that's the, 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 the hopeful thing about this is that it's not the thing, the quarantining thing or the isolate or this, the social distancing thing. It's like if you're able to stay in your apartment until April or whatever, that's going to make that's that's what they say flattening the curve yeah so it's not that the the disease is going to stop by april right it's just that if people start to trickle out around that time it's like it's basically dispersing when people are going to have to go to the hospital so if you can just like hunker down now then then there's going to be waves of this thing right and it won't just be everyone rushing that's yeah that's interesting well, I'm happy that I've spoken to you guys. I feel like you're giving this the gravitas that it deserves and it's it's good because I I tend to be more again like kind of flippant and la- lackadaisical, but you guys are taking this very seriously and I appreciate that. I appreciate hearing that perspective. Maybe it's what I needed. <laughs> Now, who it, is going to get the ventilator, the mom or the 17-year-old? Did the article... 14-year-old. 14-year-old. Uh, I mean, did it, the did, article it didn't say, say who got it? No, because that was a hypothetical that the article was laying out. It wasn't a... It said two Is that the Sunday dilemma to today? Out. Is that what we're talking <laughs> no, about? No, hell no. No. <laughs> Who's going to get pushed out of the hot air balloon? Yeah, yeah that was... <laughs> no, actually, um, we're going to get to our, our dilemma. Like I said, it's going to be more cozy. So it'll be a little bit of a respite because I know we just got serious and we laid down some cold, hard facts. Thank you. I needed it. I needed it. <laughs> no, I get it. It's easy. It's easy to become flippant about this stuff because there you can't see it happening in front of you. Yeah. And also there's nothing to relate it to. You can't you can't people are like oh this is happening it's not like there's a fire burning and you're like yeah. i need to run out of the house yeah. no it's hard so to it's, grasp exactly and so i think and because we've lived very privileged existences like we haven't like really grown up in a like war zones or anything like that that all of a sudden this is happening where we're being asked to sacrifice and it's becoming a little uh more difficult than like it's difficult to wrap your head around yeah but yeah. don't don't be a Lily Evangeline. Be a Gal Gadot. Uh, no, girl, wait, her name's what? Evangeline Lily. <laughs> oh, it is Lily Evangeline. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Evangeline. Have you heard about those those people's responses to COVID nineteen? Okay, so I actually I saw that Natalie Portman posted the Gal Gadot video, and I started watching it, 
and I just swiped right past it because I was like, this <laughs> oh, it's is horrible. This it's is truly so horrible. stupid. And then it was only after talking to a friend who was like, oh, yeah. And then all the celebrities start singing together. I was like, oh, God, like I, I didn't even make it to that point. It was like one sentence in. I was like, this is this is terrible. <laughs> Not interested. Her heart was in the right place. It was just so saccharine. Ugh, yeah. Like, what What did she was like? This virus has made me very, like, philosophical. Like, really? So philosophical that you had to go on Instagram and tell you tell us how philosophical? Like, like no. Like, no. I <laughs> Anyways. No, it's just, like, what? who's asked for it? Like, what, what, what do you, like, them singing a lullaby to the world? Like, these like marvel dc's superstars it's like no one wants it no no <laughs> and it, it's not like, even creative like at least some people like the little non-famous people are coming up with like good memes and like you know the the yeah. funny the funny guy that made the treadmill with the oil on the water I, oil on the floor like type of thing did oh, you guys I see that i missed that, that, that one, I that one. There was one, it was my friend who's Brazilian sent, sent it. It's, he's speaking in Portuguese and he pours, I guess it's oil on the floor. And then he starts like walking as if he's on a treadmill. And then he pretends to like turn up the speed. It's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. And he does it really well. Like at least that's creative. Unlike. Yeah. Why can't Gal Gadot do something like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure she has uh, some nice artisan, you know, olive oil. She oh, pour on sure. her marble floors <laughs> in her walk-in closet. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so before we transition into our big, big one, let's take some time now to ask our listeners while they're self-quarantined to rate and review the podcast. Tracy, could you, with all of your might, just like in a very aggressive tone, tell them that if they don't rate and review, that it's going to be bad? If you don't rate and review this podcast, Tracy's going to show up at your house without her oven mitts on. <laughs> like I like to say, you know, if you've all seen Contagion, don't be a Gwyneth. You know what I mean? Have you guys seen Contagion? Uh, no, she was patient no. zero. Oh. And what happened was she, she was the one that brought it back to America because she was at a hotel bar and then had an affair. Oh, and then came to America. Yeah, she really spread it around. Was it an STD? Like she was at a bar no. and like, like how do you get it from a no. bar? Well, well, she didn't get it. So she was at a rest, a, a, like some sort of restaurant, and then they they tell you at the end. Spoiler alert: This is where the disease came from. A bat, a bat, pooped or something on a or on the ground. A pig ate it. The pig got sent to be slaughtered. Then it got brought to this, um, she was in Asia, it got brought to this chef like a dead pig, and he was, he was like, um, preparing it in the kitchen of this really fancy place, and then the chef, the guy, the owner of the restaurant goes, can I, uh, someone wants to, you know, say hi to you, and so he just wipes his hand on his, his apron, but he's got all the pig stuff on it, and then he touches Gwyneth's hand. Then Gwyneth, Mm. you know, puts her hand in some uh, bowl of nuts and then she has an affair with a a guy and then she flies home to America. And there you go. Now, it's interesting that bats are the are also the source in the movie as well as the source here. I mean, do we think think that bats are ever like their reputation could ever be recovered after this and after Contagion? 
I think bats have gotten away with a lot for a long time. <laughs> and I think it's time for them to kind of get their, get what's coming to Is them. Is it because they're blood suckers? <laughs> sure. I don't know. <laughs> Well, anyway, if anyone knows, well, don't be a blood, don't be a bat. Rate and review, and join our Patreon because uh, there's tons and tons of episodes there. I know everyone's short on cash right now, so what we're going to be doing is we're also going to be putting basically all the all the Patreon. How do we want to do it, Amanda? Do we want to do it like we put out a? Um, we'll put. I I think we're going to just during the next couple of weeks, we're going to be releasing some additional content so we'll keep up with our two patreon um episodes some of those will also be live streamed on instagram so if you can't afford to give to patreon right now you can still catch some of those on instagram um so follow the big ones pod and also i think um there might be some occasion to do some additional bonus content as well so we'll see if you have any ideas for some fun quarantine stuff that we can do that you'd like to see maybe we can do a patreon zoom chat where we you know send out a code to some patreon members and we all have a little group chat stuff like that so if you have ideas let us know and if you'll remember, Amanda, last episode we said if they wanted to be on a segment, they should email us. I want to be on a segment, damn it. And people have. Amazing. So we're going to figure out how to do that for the next nice. uh, episode. And maybe we'll do, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out how to start doing that. Well, that sounds great to me. Sounds great to me, Tracy. I think that sounds so fun. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And now we're back. All right, Trace, are you ready for the big, big one? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, everyone. So... Imagine the following three sensations. One, chewing and swallowing the first mouthful of your favorite food after starving yourself for 48 hours straight. The food is prepared perfectly. Number two, lying down on an especially cozy bed after 12 hours of nonstop physical labor on a cold day. Number three, the first moment of urinary release after having held a completely full bladder for more than 90 minutes. For the rest of your life, you will feel one of these three ways all the time. This is how you will always feel. 24 hours a day, you won't be doing the specific activity, but you'll always be experiencing the acts accompanying I can't say that word, accompanying euphoria. Which one will you select? And this comes to us from um, Chuck Klosterman Hypotheticals. It's a really fun game, actually, that we sometimes pull dilemmas from. Wow. Wow. I wasn't expecting this one. Mm -mm. That was, this is, this one's very in-depth. 
Huh. Well, off the bat, let's kind of just walk through these three sensations and talk them out. So the first one, chewing and swallowing the first mouthful of your favorite food after starving yourself for 48 straight hours. And the food is prepared perfectly. Now, I've never starved myself for 48 hours except for the one time I tried to do a juice cleanse. Yeah. How did that feel? Uh, But I don't remember ever having then this delicious meal. I think I just probably ate a bowl of cereal. So... mm, <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, but you know, but I guess I can relate to the feeling of being really hungry and then, I don't know, biting into a, I don't even know what, what would be so delicious, a, a burrito or a tuna melt. Mm. I mean, biting into something really tasty is a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think if I've also, I've never really starved myself. I'm more of a eater like I less of a starver more of a eat all the time type of person but I feel like the the only thing I can compare it to is like as a marijuana smoker Mm. like when you're like you talk like you're you're you know you get high with some friends and then you're like okay what are we gonna eat and then you plot some like extravagant thing or you're like okay we're gonna order a b and c and it and like there's that build up and it's very exciting and then you get to eat it and mm. then you eat the entire cake and then you feel sick <laughs> but yeah I, mean, I guess it's a good feeling i had that feeling one time in college when i was it was my first time smoking weed i got so high cuz i smoked a bong and then we all went to Denny's and i've never been so hungry in my life and i ordered uh-huh. just a big side of cheesy eggs Oh my god! And what I are just cheesy oh eggs. God. Cheesy eggs are just the, like scrambled eggs with like a ton of cheddar cheese melted oh into my them. Goodness. Wow. That sounds delicious. And it was so good. But yeah, like, and the other thing I could compare it to is just like a warm, like my okay. Honestly, my first bite, and I've eaten this high as well, but not in a long time, um, of a pazuki. What's a pazuki? Okay, I'll tell you. Maria, I've talked about pazuki on big You've ones. T- uh, yeah, yeah, if there's one thing I know, it's that you love a pazuki. So, you know the restaurant <laughs> BJ's? No. Oh, Tracy. I'm from Texas. Oh, I don't Tracy. think there's a... Is, does, what does BJ stand for? There's one in Burbank. There's one in um, by the AMC in Burbank. Okay, well, it, sell it to me. It's a chain like, restaurant. Let's hear it. Why do I have to go all the way to Burbank? Like, is... <laughs> They have, it's a chain restaurant. They have deep dish pizza, but they also have uh, this dessert, which is a warm cookie base- baked into a, um, a, like a small cast iron skillet. So it comes out, it's all gooey in the middle and they put a scoop of ice cream on it and you can get chocolate chip or they have peanut butter. They'll do a half and half for you. But anyway, Yum. it's so good. It's just this gooey cookie bake with uh, ice cream so it gets all melty but that oh amazing. just biting now, into just that just to clarify this moral quandary like if I had even a bite of that like the bite would be delicious I would probably be pretty nauseous like after a couple bites so we're saying that that feeling that you get after overeating that's not part of it. It's just that. No, first it's bite just feeling. the initial. It's just it's not even that you're like taking the bite. It's just that feeling that like feeling of, you know what? OK, so I think with the food one, it's like satisfaction mm. or like um, um, what would be a, Being satiated. 
sati- yeah, feeling satiated. Mm. When it comes to the bed, I think it's um, like um, what you, like like Com- what's comfort, when you exhale? Comfort. It's um, a release. It's well, I think that's the <laughs> I think that's the the urine one or the relieving oh, yourself right. one. But there's, I I mean, the the urine one and the bed one, I feel like they're similar elements because it's like your body, like letting go, um, you know, different parts of your body. That's true. For the cozy one, the cozy one, just to be clear, I'm leaning toward the cozy one, but lying down on an especially cozy bed after 12 hours of nonstop physical labor on a cold day, to me, this one signifies like safety and home. And this, I think it would be really good. That's one of my favorite feelings. Like the minute I get home from whatever I had to leave the house for and I can just put on my pajama pants. And for me, it's not the bed. For me, it's the couch. Yeah. Um, That is one of my favorite. Taking off your bra. Oh, that's I mean, there's nothing like it. Uh, Yeah, I think that's kind of like the feeling you get like during the holidays Mm. or during a rainstorm or something like that, where it's like that cozy feeling. Yeah. That warmth. It's funny. I keep thinking, like you say holidays, all I can think about is how full, how uncomfortably full I am. <laughs> so often. I'm like, wow, why well, is Tracy, this maybe up you're overeating. I, I definitely am. That's not a question. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you I guess the holidays are nice, except half the time I'm like curled in a ball and I'm like, I shouldn't have eaten all the leftovers. <laughs> Um, I get that. The peeing one, though, the peeing one is interesting because at first I kind of wrote that one off and was like, ah, you know, you pee, it's a good release. Like, but, but I think I kind of have to pee now after we've (laughs) started talking about it. And I'm like, it could be really nice. Like, that would be a really good feeling to pee right now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I get that. I mean, I have to pee too, to be honest. And I do. You guys need to take a break. Like, I can put this on. <laughs> I mean, dude, how bad do you have to go? Should we try to hold it? Let's hold oh, it, God. and then we're all gonna pee once we're done, and then we're gonna do we're gonna do a reporting afterwards <laughs> where we all report back and say how good was your <laughs> was your <pee laughs> your release. when it comes to the idea of like okay you're gonna feel this all the time for the rest of your life i think there's two of those make me feel like i'd become complacent and that's the 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 feeling of of warmth and comfort and the the relief the relieving one of the, the peeing one whereas the food one i think would just be more joyful and excited Mm. That's and if that was my feeling always that I think would kind of propel me in a in a more productive way in my life. Wow. I feel like that's a very type A answer. Mm. What well I'm a type A girl. <laughs> Apparently. That's very like I don't you're you're thinking of the next step. Um I appreciate that. I I think there's also something interesting about the satisfaction of the first one because so much of my brain and my life is occupied by chasing this exact feeling of wanting to eat something delicious that's going to satisfy Mm -hmm. me and so often it's like a letdown and I kind of get it wrong that maybe if I always felt that way I would just eat really healthy and not even think about food 
but maybe I also wouldn't be driven to cook as much because I cooking is something I really enjoy doing. And, and maybe if I was always super satisfied that I wouldn't have be chasing this dragon of like trying to make something delicious to eat, which is a, a pleasurable thing for me. I'm I'm going to, you know, the one that's most appealing is the the homey one, the bed one, the holiday feeling, the 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 rainstorm feeling. But I think the one that I'd want to live with would be the food. The taste of the food. Interesting. I'm I'm leaning towards towards the bed one because I feel like like just thinking of those three sensations, that's the one that resonates with me like I can feel it most viscerally um yeah and I think to have your body in a state of like permanent relaxation and release like that I think that's really healthy like that seems like maybe I wouldn't have back problems Mm. like if (laughs) you know because I would just be always relaxed I totally agree. I think I'm leaning toward that as well uh, because also just think of how you'd be able to handle situations that come up in your life with so much more grace. Like I can't imagine if I had to go to some meeting that would normally give me anxiety or into an audition and I could feel like I do when I get home. But then if you feel that way all the time, you don't ever get to it's like it would I don't know would you to start taking it for granted that's the only reason I worry about choosing that is because I love that feeling so much that I worry if I had it all the time I wouldn't ever get it does that make sense well that's the problem yeah yeah um I don't know I don't know guys I I feel like it's it's we're also talking about Like there's the feeling itself and then there's like the step after the feeling, you know? So it's like there's the feeling of the food, but then the, then it's like, will that feeling, hold on. (laughs) I swear, I swear I'm not high, but I literally don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) Hold on. I I might need to take a minute and reorganize my thoughts. You were talking about the feeling after the first bite. Yes, because you're talking about, okay, like with the food, what what did you say about the food, Amanda? <laughs> you were saying oh that God, like Trace you didn't want high. the food. Trace I- has got corona brain. <laughs> oh no, it's, might, it's reached her I brain. Might. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> okay, you were saying it might lead to a lesser appreciation of, of, of what food. It, yes, that's what I was worried about. Okay. And then with the with the laying down thing, you're like, would that make me less motivated, like to to go out and go for things? Let's talk about the P one. <laughs> <Let's, laughs> we haven't, you know what? We've we've really gotten into the other two. Can we just like transition back to to the P one? <laughs> Let's talk about that feeling. That is uh. an amazing feeling when you just sit down on the toilet and you just let it run. Yeah, yeah, you let it run, yeah. baby. But I feel like that's actually kind of similar to the laying down one because they're both just you know. You're just letting go. So yeah. like, how can we just, dis- what is the thing that distinguishes it from the bed one? 
Well, they said on a the Bedouin, they said it was a like a very cold day, so it is it is more of like of like a safety. Oh, kind they of said like, warm bed on a cold day. Yeah, after twelve after hours of nonstop physical labor on a cold mm, day. Yeah, yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, I can get down with that. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, for me the urine the urine one is almost like too much of a release, whereas. Yeah. It's more like, okay, so if the bed one is like this, like, <sighs> and then the urine one is like this, like, <sighs> I actually what? thought the second one sounded really good. Like, I kind of want the second one. <laughs> the, I think the bed one's more, mm. yes, no, that's yes. more the, that's more the chewing and swallowing the food. Like, no, mm. that's this. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Okay, I like what's happening here. This is I think this is making these these different like experiences feel more tangible. Well, I mean, I think I know my answer. Do you all? Yeah, I think I know mine. I I think I know mine too. Yeah. All right, Tracy, let's start with you. I'm I'm a bed. I'm in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Amanda. Um, I'm a bed. Wow. There you go. Okay, and I'm I'm the food. Really? You're the food. Two beds and a food. What like put it over the edge with with food for you? I'm I'm just curious. Because to it's know. a joy it's more of like a joyful feeling. It's yeah. like a, oh my god, like does isn't this great? Yeah. And like I'm always looking for that. And, you know, I'm very rarely um uh, you know, I'm very rarely excited excited. So that would be nice. You're you're rarely excited, like in life. Well, by like things, like like things. That doesn't like, sound good. What? Well, I don't mean I'm like. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like I'm always looking for something to be like inspirational, you know, and like something to be like to like move me. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't come across. It it doesn't happen. Like a lot of the things that I've found like I still hold on to and they still move me. But when you try and find new things, it's, it's difficult. Wow. The the fact that you can go there from the food, the fact that there is a path from the food to that. I mean, that's magic. What you just did. I, uh, well, thanks. Well, I think, you know, we, we learned a lot about ourselves through that question. Yeah, Amanda, I just sent you the dear big one. Cheer Erios account. So my garage man, my garage man just like weirdly shut down. So I lost that, but luckily I have it all recorded on this other backup track. So we'll be okay. Oh, good. Oh, okay. I sent you the dear big ones, Amanda, in your Erios. Okay, are we ready for this? Ready. Ready. Um. Hi, Amanda and Maria. First off, thank you for the high-quality content. I truly love the podcast. I am a student, and yesterday during a particularly difficult exam for my most difficult class, I witnessed another student cheating. The student left the exam room to use the restroom, and a few minutes later, I finished my exam, turned it in, and left the room. As I was walking down the hall to leave, 
there was the student sitting with a laptop, looking through the lecture slides for our class、oh. and discussing solutions with another student. I made eye contact with him, but didn't say anything and continued walking. So, do I rat him out? Of course, cheating is never right. But if it had been something smaller or less blatant, I would feel less compelled to speak up. I feel guilty knowing I could get him in huge trouble or even removed from school. But on the other hand, this class is incredibly difficult, and I'm working my butt off to. Do well, so it feels really unfair that someone else gets to take the easy way out. Also, it makes it even worse that he was so obvious that it was just he was just sitting in the hallway on his laptop. Like, if you're going to be a cheater, at least go to the bathroom and do it on your phone, right? The other thing holding me holding me back is that he clearly saw me seeing him, so he will know it was me that said something, and I fear confrontation. What should I do? Am I being a tattletale if I say something to the professor, or is it the right thing to do? Help!、Mm. Thanks so much, and I won't say your name just in case. Hmm. Ah,、oh, this got, is you sucks. Got, you gotta keep your you gotta keep your mouth shut because you know what? <laughs> let's call, let's call her Anne. You、okay. know, what, Anne, you can't worry about anyone but yourself. I totally agree not, with you. His this is not your journey. Your journey is you're doing what you're doing, and you know what? What's gonna it's gonna catch up to him. What、mm-hmm. he's doing and the way he's doing it. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But in one way or another, it's probably will. Yeah, you keep your head down. You focus on you being the best、mm-hmm. you that you can be. Don't don't get distracted from that, and don't tattletale. Like I don't know. Like just let yeah, him. Don't he, be a rat. Yeah, don't be a rat.、Snake. Yeah, I agree. I mean,、uh, you know, who knows what's going on with him? Obviously, he's、yeah. making a bad decision, and it does suck that you know he's taking the easy way out. But because it doesn't directly affect you, I personally wouldn't say anything. Because one, I just feel like I, I don't know why it just feels like it is kind of a tattletale thing, and two, it doesn't make your grade go down. I mean, maybe if it was being graded on a curve and he was going to get a hundred percent, and it was going to mess up everyone else, but I don't think that's going to really be the situation. Yeah, right. That's the thing. If it doesn't affect you, you got to just you worry about yourself. And karma, like it, he will get what is coming to him eventually, even if it's you know twenty years from now. Like if he's a consistent cheater, like he will fail in life eventually, even if it's not、yes. in this class. It'll come, or or he'll, yeah, yeah. And I don't mean if it doesn't affect you. Don't. It's just like if it doesn't, if it only affects him, then he's the one doing it to himself. It's like you sh- you can't. There's no reason to to tattle on someone like that. It will do nothing. Yeah, and then the, what if the teacher like isn't into you tattling? Like, what if the teacher I don't know reacts in a way that's like okay, like what are you I, some sort of narc, right? Like or, he says that to you or something. <laughs> yeah, but like it's yeah, keep your head down. Yep, and then keep your head raised high, knowing that you didn't tattle. <laughs> First, first, have your head down and then raise it up. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if anyone. We're also on the same page about that. If you have a different perspective, please write in. Yes,、yeah. please. Well, guys, Tracy, did you have a good time? I had such a good time. I'm so appreciative of the interaction with humans.、Um, And I'm appreciative of you guys. You guys are the best. Erios, Erios rocks. 
I'm a big fan, as well as a worker. <laughs> well, thanks, Tracy. And so just so everyone knows, Tracy has been editing Filling the Void and the Margaret Cho. And so she's been doing a lot of great work for us. And Tracy, you, we, you know, we're, we love you. Aw, yeah. thanks. Will, will you love me if I decide to go to the desert and to the grocery store and to the gas station without uh, baking mitts on? Will you still love me? There's well, your moral quandary. You I will love you much, much less. Oh, man. Yeah. So you got to wear baking mitts. You got to wear oven mitts. What are baking mitts? <laughs> no, oven mitts, baking mitts, whatever. Whatever you put your hand in the oven with that makes it not burn you. That thing. Don't you have some nice silk gloves? Some evening gloves you can wear? <laughs> to stick in the oven? No, to wear out to the gas station. No, no, I don't have that. Sorry. What Do about you? mittens? Nope. I nope. have nope. them somewhere around here. I always need my evening gloves. Don't you have driving gloves? Uh, also, no. <laughs> also, no. Yeah, sorry, ladies. I'm, nope. None of the above. <laughs> hmm. Well, we'll ha- we know what to get you for your birthday. Oh, God, really? <laughs> just make sure to tell to tell your friend that you know the risks and just make sure everyone's on board with the risks and then bring your Purell that you have and diligently use that before you touch anything and don't stand like six feet away from everyone at all times. You Even in the in the house, I have to be six feet? Six no, feet? no, like at the grocery store. The, the, mm, okay. The, yes. And only go once because you should not be going back and forth. Okay, Maria, I feel like you need to write out bullet points because this information I'm not getting from the the mayor's um, his announcements. Like he's not like he said, wear silk driving gloves and stand six feet apart. Well, he's just like my I'm- mayor is the mayor <laughs> I listen to. Wait, who's that? who's that? I thought we live in the same. Just city. a gentleman. Uh, a it's gentleman. Gal Gadot. It's Gal Gadot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, to wear gloves. Like I'll I'll send you links. What mayor? You links. What is his name? Mayor Garcetti. Garcetti. He, he said wear gloves. He said wear driving gloves. <laughs> well, no, he didn't wear... say it. He exactly. inferred it. No, but he I also need... didn't say to go to Joshua Tree. He said to stay in your damn house. But what I'm saying is if you do go to Joshua Tree to wear your driving gloves. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll make it work. <laughs> oh, this is a make it work moment. And I'll make it work. <laughs> well, keep us posted, Tracy, please. And stay safe out there. Thank you very much. I shall. Yes. And y- you guys can reach us at the big ones podcast at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on um, Twitter at, at the big ones pod. If you follow me and Amanda on Instagram, we're going to be doing some more live big ones. And that's Amanda fun buns. And I'm M underscore Blasucci. Tracy, where can people find you? I am on Instagram at Treylev, T-R-A-Y-L-E-V. I am also a photographer, so you'll see all my p- photos there. Maybe you'll see some pics from Joshua Tree of uh, me driving and a little puppy out there. Or you oh. in your bed, in your hospital bed with your ventilator. One of the two. No. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> But you got to look. You got to look to find out. That's right. You can you follow or you find out what happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tracy. Well, thank you so much for, for being on this. Thank you guys um, You guys, everyone me. out there, stay safe. Stay, stay cool. Stay warm. Stay inside. 
stay inside. Yeah, but whatever you do, stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to The, the Big Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.